Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. If you want to understand the Omicron stock outlook, you have to keep in mind that the science behind what we are understanding of this variant is still evolving. And, you know, you have to sort of anticipate the Fed's reaction to the Omicron variant risks and the bull market as well. The stock market was near a record when Omicron news broke. The 900-point Dow loss on Friday may ultimately, though, reflect a market that was poised for a pullback on any sort of unwelcome surprise. We know markets don't like uncertainty, but the science really on the Omicron variant risks still early. It could take us weeks to determine just how transmissible this virus is, how well it evades immune protection, including Including vaccines. But to help us sort of understand Omicron and its impact on stock plays, we're welcoming Swapnil Mishra, Venture Fellow at Insignia Ventures Academy, formerly Head of Private Wealth at Crystal AI. Swapnil, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, let's start with the obvious. Some sectors are going to be impacted more than others immediately with news of Omicron. Let's look at travel. Uh, are, are most people taking a wait-and-watch approach or do you think Omicron is seriously going to put reopening and tourism plays in doubt? I mean, we've seen dozens of countries already place uh, on arrivals from South Africa uh, on pause. This where the new variant was discovered. Asia tightening borders. Japan, Philippines, Singapore implementing or considering tougher restrictions and Australia has deferred plans to allow migrants and international students into the country from Wednesday till December 15th. So plunging Australia into great uncertainty as as it emerges even from one of the longest periods of international isolation. So we know that sentiment matters, Swapnil. And in your opinion, does Omicron dampen or decimate hopes for regional travel, at least for the New Year Christmas period? I think for the New Year Christmas period, it definitely is something which is, uh, I mean, I can tell you personally, I was planning to book uh, last uh, over the weekend. And now I'm thinking maybe I'll just buy jet CTF with that money because <laughs> I, I, I am going anywhere. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, and, and, and like it's, it's at least if it goes, you know, bounces back up sometime, you know, next year, uh, then, you know, I'll at least be happy about that. So, uh, so, so I think it will definitely uh, be a dampener. And uh, I, I think the speed of lockdowns or, or the, you know, travel restrictions and everything, uh, we, we should be, a, we should take that. I mean, I'm personally taking that positively. And, and I'll, I, I think the speed is of essence over here. And I think, uh, you know, Kudos to the scientists in South Africa who you know, identified this, flagged it off, and at the risk of uh, being you know, cordoned off in a way, right? So yeah. they are paying the price for transparency. And unlike last year where it was over a month, this time it's been so fast. Mm. And the, uh, you know, uh, even the uh, you know, pharma companies are ready with uh, plans on a new uh, uh, booster shot, which can come in as early as 100 days. So... It's definitely bad in the very short term. People will have to cancel travel plans. People who are already traveling uh, will have this whole uncertainty and anxiety, and I I feel for that. But uh, the fact that the market sell-off has not been sustained is a reflection that people are understanding that, yes, it's a temporary shock, but they're not reacting in the same way uh, market reacted, let's say, last year. 
Okay, I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek that you're looking at the Global Jets ETF. Does this mean you haven't given up on, on the global airline industry and you think it's a good time to, you know, invest in it? I mean, if I'm, if you're not spending, you might as well uh, at least add some. This is the time where you can consider adding these kind of entities, right? So if you see the tourism or the travel sector, mm. not all have underperformed, right? If you take, let's say, Airbnb. Airbnb is, I think it's up about like, 25-odd percent this year. Uh, Booking.com is probably flat. So even within the space of travel tourism, there's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. And this current environment, of course, we don't know how much it will sell off, right? So let's say the, like the way you mentioned, the science behind Omicron is something that will be discovered as to you know how dangerous it is, how fast it spreads, uh, what's the impact. But eventually, when, once the vaccinations are back in place, these things do come back. So it is a good chance to start building into a position uh, as they correct and I mean, hopefully information turns positive uh, soon enough. As you say, I mean, you were just planning to, you know, head off yourself. And I think that's top of mind for a lot of people, uh, especially over the holiday period season. So that's not going to go away, this impulse to, to want to get out and travel as soon as humanly possible. So when it comes to that mixed bag of global tourism stocks, if this is an opportunity uh, to add to our holdings there, what, do you, what are some possibilities? So I'm looking at, as I said, Booking.com to me is something which, you know, it's generally been flat. Uh, some of these stocks have, of course, they've come off from their peak, right? So Jets ETF, for example, is down 28% from its peak in March. So, you know, I, I think that's that's something which is, uh, I would look at that. Then, you, of course, you have your hotels. You can look at, like, let's say Marriott. Again, the stock is still uh, not trading anywhere near the last year's low of 60 and has not really sold off. But it's something which... If you were expecting that, yes, the pre-COVID levels may come back in the next, you know, six to eight months, then this is a correction is the chance to enter. Um, then, of course, you have your hospitality REITs. I think those can again be looked at as a combination of dividend play. But they haven't, again, they haven't been really, there's no major sell-off in them as of now. It's just, you know, mild correction. So you, you can trade it for like a, you know, five to 10% uptick um, if the sentiment reverses, or you can just build into those positions. So, I mean, I would. These, this is how I would map out the travel tourism. Yeah, because we're looking for those travel stocks that could generate lucrative returns for long-term investors. All right, let's take a wider look at Omicron and market swap nils. So we see stocks climbing this morning, signaling an easing of those COVID fears. S&P 500 posting the biggest advance in more than a month. It wiped out its November losses. The Nasdaq 100 outperforming major equity benchmarks uh, amidst gains. Tech giants doing well. Apple, Microsoft, the Treasury 10-year yields topping 1.5%. The US dollar, little change. So investors evidently making an assumption today, or at least signaling that they think Omicron may not be as bad as had been feared on Friday. Do you think Omicron is hitting markets with less impact than other variants? I think it lets to do with the just the impact of Omicron. I think it's, it's a little bit more than that. One, of course, there's a possibility that people thought it was the Black Friday sale in the you know financial market. So the stocks are down. Let's just yes. so that's a sale. <laughs> so people bought into that. I think I would say the the main link here is with the inflation concerns. Yes. And what the market is reading is that uh, Fed is now uh, has the ability to let's say the can down the road in terms of rate hikes or any even even a mention of a rate hike is off the table now. So the easing of that inflation concern, 
I mean, I know oil was down seven percent. It's back up. So maybe not so much because of oil going down, but definitely because of the Fed. The pressure on Fed uh, has eased, and I guess for every central bank across the world, that's what the market is kind of seeing the positive uh, around it. All right. So when it comes to seeing the positive, we know that Moderna, certainly uh, Moderna's chief medical officer, Paul Burton, giving a very positive signal saying it could roll out a reformulated vaccine against this Omicron variant early next year. And we're still not sure if this formulation is going to be needed or if current vaccinations are actually going to give us the umbrella protection against a new variant. Um, But when we look at um, the outlook for 2022, is it time to look at pharma stocks again? I mean, the right time to look at at least some of these pharma stocks. So if you break it up into, you know, the pharma which is linked to COVID uh, was was mid of last uh, month. I mean, I I got my booster on, on, on 11th November and I looked at Moderna on that day. It was trading below 250. And um, <laughs> it's up 60%. It's up 60%? Than, from then, yeah. So, I, well. Much much more than my immunity. <laughs> <laughs> this was your second shot, was it? This is the booster. So, oh, the booster. Okay. Yeah. So I think if you, uh, I mean, definitely <laughs> these guys are, I mean, they have to be in the portfolio because they're going to be on the, they are the front runners when it comes to any kind of intervention that will be needed. With the with COVID, which looks likely to be here with the variants, so your Pfizer, BioNTech, you know Moderna, it, it, it is quite possible that some part of the rally has already happened. But um, you know it's still possible to build into that rally. The other approach is to also look at the you know not the stocks which are linked to COVID, for example. Mm-hmm. So you know let's say Amgen, for example, is there. So obviously they are not in this area of vaccines, but they're doing other research. There is cancer research, there's heart medication. So I would say Bristol-Myers, Amgen, these are kind of companies which um, uh, you know can be looked at or even the biotech space. So I think uh, some of the biotech ETFs have really struggled and have also corrected in the last um, you know few weeks. I think there's a chance uh, that that's another way to build into the pharma position, but in a diversified manner of the ones that are going to benefit from COVID and vaccine, vaccine research, and the other ones which are, you know, kind of, if if COVID subsides, then those will come back in terms of the valuations. Okay. Um, when it comes to looking ahead, Swapnil, does the entry of Omicron, Delta leaving the room, so to speak, does that change the outlook for what could be good plays for 2022? I mean, if you look at the reports from the big banks, unfortunately, most of them had probably finished their reports before Omicron arrived. So everyone has given a number of you know, 5,000, 5,000 plus on the S&P 500. I'm, I'm personally in the positive camp as well. Mm. Uh, I, I think this is uh, next year outlook is positive. And I, I would look at you know, one data point, for example, I think, I think it was there in the Goldman Sachs report on how the uh, households who are holding cash uh, assets, it's you know close to 28, I think 28 or 26 trillion, and a lot of this is going to move into equity markets. So uh, the way this year, I mean, you look at S&P 500, it's up 25 or whatever now, maybe 24 percent for the year. Fixed income is is not going to be an asset class for people. Today, you cannot put 20 thousand dollars in a fixed deposit and earn you know three percent return. So equity market will continue to become important uh, or increase in terms of allocations. And I think 
that will bring more uh, kind of you know money into these places and so to me that is one of the biggest drivers of the positive outlook that i have other than of course you know the fact that the gdp forecast is looking good Okay, so it's not derailing your outlook for the S&P 500 for 2022? No, I, I'm still in the I'll echo Bill Ackman who says it's, it's bullish for the market. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Swapnil, as always, we rely on your song list to help us navigate markets. What is on your playlist this morning? So this morning I thought of Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and they have a song called Everybody, okay. uh, which is, yeah, oh my God, we're back again. So... Omicron has come back and basically everybody will have to either get vaccinated or get COVID but you know there is there's no escaping this Uh, so so that's the song Uh, (laughs) that's really interesting Groundhog Day song thanks very much Swapnil appreciate it Swapnil Mishra Venture Fellow in Signia Ventures Academy and uh, always one of our favorite guests to speak with right here on Money and Me before acting on the information on Money FM Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.